Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. We don't have much special to say in the intro this week, except to say that next week is going to be a special questions and answers episode based on some questions that listeners sent several weeks back. So look forward to that, and we'll get back to our regularly scheduled episodes the week after that. With that said and done, let's get into the episode. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals want creation together, as Golden Might of the Dawn, Godwin, Ariston, and Rizzo finished their consultation with Kidu, they began to plan their next steps in terms of tackling the precarious situation regarding the idol of Mars. As they did so, which course of action would they choose to take? Would they seek another opinion? If they did, what would lie in wait? What third answer was waiting for them? And what hijinks would ensue? That's pretty cool. Did you did you know that did you know that we are? Don't lump me with you guys. Shh, shut up. I uh, yeah. They said that there were some other exalted around here. I didn't know you were from the sun specifically. Well, Rizzo and Ariston are very special people, and I'm lucky to be traveling with them. Godwin, you're also special, so yeah. just shut up. You know, I my mom said I had a great personality. You're right. I am special. Not special in that way. That's not what we were talking about. Don't be dumb. Aren't I always being accused of being dumb? Yes, but right now I'm telling you not to be. I'm not being dumb here, Rizzo. Yes, we've we've all had a bit of a experience with that, I guess, but you seem like you're pretty okay about everything with it. Well, yeah, I mean, what's not to be okay with it? I mean, as long as I stay away from the wild hunt, I mean. Yeah, I, I suppose that was the issue that we had as we got directly involved with them. Always? Seems to be our trend when it comes to things. Can't seem to avoid situations without murdering people. Um, murder, murdering is kind of bad, so that might have something to do with it. Kind of. Kind of bad. Well, yeah, I mean, it's one thing if you kill a person who's killed a bunch of people. It's another thing to kill a god who is protecting people. Oh, yeah, we murdered people who murdered people. It's cool. We're good. It was kind of a retribution thing. Well, she also just said that we murdered a god. Uh, yeah, I didn't strike both. the final blow, y'all. We're good. Conscious is clear. Uh, the mammoth did. The mammoth <laughs> did it to oh. itself. So we are golden. Oh, okay. Hey, golden. Yes, we should probably say that... You want to tell the Icewalkers that their god committed suicide. It's it's better than saying that we straight up just killed it. I mean... So we have this thing in the South. It's called mm-hmm. accountability, which means if you do something, even if you aren't the one who causes the ultimate action, but if you do something that causes it to happen, you are in part... Yes. To blame. Yes, Goldie, I know... I know. We just had we've we've had issues where we have gotten someone to that point and we didn't kill them. They committed suicide, and then people got really pissed off at the revelation that they in fact committed suicide and nuts. I had said that I killed someone, but they actually committed suicide, and it was a whole different story. So sometimes that little fact counts depending on who you're telling. Also, I was going to ask: Were you born this way or chosen? Oh, I was chosen. What sweet? What did you do? I'd rather not say. Oh. 
All right. See, we shouldn't be telling her our secrets if she won't tell us her secrets. She has a right not to say anything about it. Yeah, and I have a right not to say shit either. No one's making you say anything. Yeah, but they're still throwing my secrets out on the whole table. And she's like, here you go. And I'm like, I didn't say squat. You said squat. God, when there are so many other things we could say about you and would would not and would just relax, all right? I'm trying my best. Well, my thing is it's more I got chosen for my fighting and I would rather not resolve things with fists, but instead talk them out. That's nice. I saved uh, someone from a shark, so... Smash fist. Yep. Right to the nose. Sensitive spot. But no, I, I'd, I'd say Rizzo is pretty on board with that type of thinking. She doesn't really believe in violence or killing to solve problems either. So you're not alone in that idea, for sure. Gadwin's going to be your biggest trouble. Hey, if it's justified, then yes, I'll put my foot down about it. Only until recently, but that's fine. Hmm. Qui-Gon hears that noise that sounded a lot like a... Uh, him barking so he jumps on over to Ariston and starts tugging on his uh pant leg that wasn't me Qui-Gon no it wasn't me hey that was me now you confuse the poor thing so um you guys are going after an artifact nothing at all Godwin this is where we have to start sharing because we kind of need her help do we She's an idol. She's good at talking to people. Yeah, you know, you got the last title with just three people, right? Yeah, but we could have used... I feel like if we had help of another person, you know, less people would have got hurt. I mean, you did say one person died, so maybe it would be nice to have someone that's, you know, expendable. Um, I'm sorry, are you guys talking about kidnapping someone? Because idols are great. I mean, they sing, they dance, and they look pretty. But I really don't think that abduction is the way to go about showing you're a great fan. No. It's, I, it's uh, like a statue Yeah. Idol. No, no, no. Not. <laughs> oh, sorry. Completely misunderstood that. That's all right. There's, there's dual meanings to everything. Glad you clarified, yeah. Mm-hmm. But we do need to get it. And with this conflict raging around, it's just going to be so much harder. Well, I mean, we could go talk to the Bull of the North. Uh, she seems like she wants us real dead. I don't I don't know if she'd be willing to talk to us. I think that the Bull of the North is a pretty reasonable person. I mean, when you level with her. Rizzo, maybe she should be a forerunner. I don't can't think of the term. It's like the thing on the mast of a ship, that thing. Oh, She's in front. mast? Leading it. No, not a mast. <laughs> not a mast. The thing on the front of the ship where it's like the... Lady le- mast? Sure. Let's go with that. She should be our lady mast for this project because yeah. I no, I'm go- I'm am good not good with talking to leadership. She'll hit the rocks of the, the coast first, if you know what I it mean. It definitely shouldn't be Godwin. Hey, um, I tend to be extremely I'm saying, charismatic. I'm saying that out of love because mm, many times we have let you do some talking mm-hmm. and it has got us in very sticky situations it's also gotten us out of very sticky situations all right you're just talking about the bads i just acknowledge that the goods have happened this is a big chance godwin do you feel confident that you could take that on versus goldie i think the bull and i could have a very intellectual conversation but if you aren't rooting for me then by all means sure but i'm rooting with the goldie but just did you say you have a problem with alpha women i haven't i have a problem with alpha people then yeah no this is not for you how alpha do you think she is she's alpha of all alphas she calls herself the bull of the north and she's commanding a huge army i'd say she's pretty alpha godwin like alpha as fuck yes alpha as fuck yeah let's give this one to goldie um instead of being the lady mask could i be the bow oh bow that's what i couldn't remember yes yes you can be whatever you want you're doing us a favor that sounds great 
Okay, um, so did you guys want to come with me to talk to the Bull of the North? Because you know what you need more than I do. Yeah, I would, uh, I would like to do some scoping around while you do the talking. You know, you make that good, good eye contact, and then we can just, uh, do some, uh, You think we're gonna be able to sneak around? With our eyes. Ah, I see. Or if we don't tell them that Godwin is with us, Godwin could do that sneaking around. Hey, with us. not a bad That's idea. Good, exactly. that, I, I like that idea because then we can keep pretending like we don't know him if he gets caught. Hey, that offensive. You can take care of yourself. Who would it won't come to that? What, what makes you think that I would want to be associated with you if I got caught? Hmm? Hmm? See, it's perfect. Perfect, perfect strategy. Mm-hmm. Should we should we go as we are? Or should we wear some sort of no no? I'm going to wear a disguise. Because mm-hmm. if I'm going to really try to do some snooping, I don't want to come up on the radar at all, you know? Right, right. Maybe you guys can disguise yourself. Godwin especially, as best as you can. Hey, you need to slip into the shadows. Are you saying that you don't like my beautiful mug? I'm certainly going to shave. Nobody for oh. that. I don't think facial hair is a problem. I just want to shave. Okay, that's fine. All right. Shave away. Um, so Golden Might of the Dawn kind of yawns a little and stretches her hands out above her head and then flops face first onto the bed where believing, loving, and mercy all follow and kind of huddle up around her. Well, I guess I'll hit the hay as well. Good night. I've got a date with these furs. Ew, what? It's a saying from the land, Ariston. Okay, good night then. (laughs) Good night, all. So, morning comes and you begin your various preparations for your departure. You've assembled various clothes and supplies, etc. I will say that right now you guys know in general terms that the Bull of the North is allied with the Ice Walkers, Mm -hmm. who are off in the northwest region, but you don't actually know where the Bull of the North is. So that's going to present a problem in terms of picking a direction that you guys are moving in, though there was that threat to bring the Bull back to the settlement that you were in before. Rizzo would like to use flawlessly impenetrable disguise just right off. She's going to get used to walking around this way. And um, that way, if there are people who are watching them, she will not change form like, in the middle of their journey, but just so that way, like, if someone's, like, watching them, she's that way the whole time. Okay. What is the specific form of this disguise that Rizzo is fabricating? She looks like what she thinks an ice walker looks like. Oh, whoa, she knows what an ice walker looks like. So she is frosty a little bit, and... um. She takes on the form of someone much older, and uh, she has now blue eyes, pale skin, dark, dark gray hair, and she's wearing furs, and she's very bundled up, half a foot taller, feet are a little bit larger, and uh, she has very kind eyes. Her face just looks welcoming, so a lot of people aren't off-put by her. A little more of a welcoming presence than usual. Cool, cool, cool. Has anyone else made specific aesthetic changes to themselves for this journey? Um, so Goldie has tucked her chakrams that I totally forgot to mention in her introduction uh, into the inside of her pullover sweater so that way they can't be seen as well. And she has put like flour in her hair to kind of mute its sunniness because um, it's about to get very bright. 
Ariston just shaves and puts on one of his darker coats just to he doesn't really have much in the disguise arena but that's about it godwin instead of his usual olive-y kind of tunic has switched to a much more muted almost like a mahogany tone burgundy kind of tunic and he has also decided to rather than his typical way of wearing the bear skin kind of just slung on his shoulders is wearing it in its full prominence head on his head arms over his shoulders more like an active cloak at this point Perfect, perfect, perfect. So you have begun, so you have prepared yourself for this journey, but the question remains, where do you journey to? How are you intending to find the Bull of the North? What is your tack on this? How are you guys going to address this issue? Rizzo is going to suggest going to where they killed the mammoth and heading in the direction where the ice walkers came from when they were attacking the mammoth. Are there any smedium animals in the area, small to medium? Like in the taiga, absolutely. You guys are presently in a settlement before you head out, but once you leave, there will be several of them, depending on how you want to define medium. There are arctic foxes, owls, that sort of thing. Okay, so applying the fact that there are animals around, Golden Might of the Dawn is actually going to use some of her survival skills when they get to the body of the mammoth in order to kind of communicate with the animals and see what they know about the Bull of the North and where she is. Then we should probably cut to the body of the mammoth or the scene of the mammoth death. You arrive and the trees are still charred. It's still smells like ozone in the region and ambient electricity still crackles and courses through the air any sign of the actual physical corpse that the thing left behind is gone but there are still in the general region several wandering mammoths that were a part of its entourage that you saw before oh eerie being back here do you guys uh do you guys think that someone moved the mammoth, or...? I don't know. I mean, it's a spiritual being, so I would think weird spiritual things happen to its body. If someone would like to roll intelligence plus occult, they can determine what may have happened to this body. I would like to know. I have eight. Okay. All right, Ariston and Rizzo. We can both roll, right? Yep, absolutely. Okay. Six successes. Perfect. And how's that Ariston? Four successes? Okay. So, first things first. Y'all saw it get chopped up into a lot of meat and then stripped for jade. So that was a lot of what happened to its corpse. But you also know that as a quasi-spiritual being, this is not a god proper in terms of taxonomy. But it was something that was given spiritual qualities by the worship of granted to it by the peoples around and by nature of that uh, especially in regards to the way that it essentially channeled that energy and then expelled all of it in one instance at its death it discorporated into the energy and the essence of the area shortly thereafter that is actually probably why there is so much ambient static electric energy in the area because it has left a mark on the geomancy of the region in a way that leaves this area forever changed. Quick side note, Golden Might of the Dawn's hair is actually wrapped up right now in an icy white cloth because the moment she stepped outside, it got really, really bright and reflective like a mini sun. Oh, I didn't realize that 
this would stay here. It's so heavy. Ugh. It's the way that it hurt all those people so quickly. I don't like thinking about it. It's eerie. It feels a little reminiscent of a Shadowland. It's not a Shadowland, but it doesn't feel good. I mean, I don't, I don't think it would feel good. I mean, it's not like something good happened here. I think this feels like if we were to walk here and not know anything about what happened a few days ago that you could just feel what happened you know if that makes sense yeah it's like a scar exactly mm. wait, wait wait you only just killed their god yeah like a few days ago yep that's why we thought maybe you'd be better to talk to her i, I, I don't i don't know that she's gonna want to talk to anybody right now now that I know this, but we are here and we got to keep on moving forward, just like the Ice Walkers and the Bull of the North, who is just going to plow right on through us. Can Rizzo do any kind of um, perception check to see if there are footprints like of where the Ice Walkers were huddled before or to check their trail from when they came from the Mammoth since it's still relatively fresh yeah i would call that perception plus survival three successes so there are visible signs of people fleeing the conflict that you had with the ice walkers when you were here there hasn't been a lot of more noticeable snowfall or anything and everything here is sort of clinging to this sense of stasis so you can see the direction in which they ran off etc but um you're also seeing a second trail of footsteps in and out that appears as though it was a small entourage maybe 10 people max and the patterning of the footsteps appears as though it was a group of people escorting a single figure that figure and the party then surveyed the area extensively and left what direction was that in general then they went back off in the same direction that the Ice Walkers had initially fled toward the north. Is that about west. like okay west? Then uh, Rizzo will suggest that we follow the footprints and head west. I guess an exalted with how big yetums and things are, uh, a mammoth would probably be a medium-sized animal. No, that's still definitely a large animal. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> um, so, what other animals are in the area? So there is. And ermine running around. There's a lot of sort of rodents and that sort of thing. There's a, some hares as well. Some birds of prey. Some songbirds. It's a pretty lush area in terms of available wildlife. Okay. Um. So friendship with animals. So basically herbivores and smaller omnivores will not break and run when the solar approaches and will even become somewhat docile, allowing the exalt to pet or handle them. Predators are less susceptible to this charm and will most likely simply let the solar pass unmolested through their territory. Uh, this charm does not work on sentient animals or familiars, animals that are trained to attack or animals that are maddened by pain, hunger, or disease. So what does evoking friendship with animals approach look like? How do you ensure that these animals remain calm as you approach them? Golden Might of the Dawn steps towards the tracks and takes her fingers out of the gloves because it's cold out and outstretches her hands and opens them up. 
and Essence slowly starts to coat her hands, and it's this warm green and gold and red spiral that is very warm and welcoming, and it kind of loosens up some of the static in the air, and she kneels down near some of the snow by the footprints and just places her hand down and it starts to melt a little bit of the snow and summons forth a few of the animals. Yeah, so they approach you. It is a group of the wild rabbits who come and sit in front of you attentively. So at this point, the puffball that is believing rolls out of the inner pocket in my sweater and believing manifests as a palm-sized mouse with his giant red mohawk. Okay, believing, I need to know for certain that the bull of the north went this way. They're going to be super intimidating. She is probably really pretty. She sounds like she'd be really pretty. Even if she's not really pretty, she's really pretty on the inside. So would you mind asking them if she did go that way or if she went another way and how long ago she was here? All right, go ahead and roll charisma plus survival. Oh, I actually, this is my first time playing a character with good charisma. Okay, uh, four successes. So Believing jumps down and begins to communicate with the rabbits for a few moments before they return to your hand and look at you. I've assessed the situation. It looks like these rabbits saw someone who matches the description that you've laid out. Someone very tall and intimidating. Someone who they've described as being a ruffian and a brigand, but who exudes an air of nobility. They say that she came through here only three hours ago or so, so her trail might still be fresh. They said she looked around, got very upset and sad, and then left. You are the best believing, and Gold Might of the Dawn places a big kiss on the tip of Believing's nose. <laughs> Before Believing turns back into a poof ball that she slides into her sweater. Okay, you guys, you heard Believing. We got three hours. We gotta run. Oh, dear God. Not another run. No, no, no. It won't be like the last run. I'm not going to be running at full capacity. They're only three hours ahead of us. Can't Rizzo use her whirlwind thing again? I think that would, uh... I mean, I could put us close, but I feel like we shouldn't, um... Do yeah. that. It might might make a scene. Don't want to know if we want to come twirl it in on a tornado right after, like, Hey, what? Talk to us. You know, maybe go behind a mountain or something, and then pop out and be like, "Oh, I didn't see you here." Godwin, we're gonna we're gonna walk there. I just accept it. Only three hours. Are you that lazy? Yep. Come on, Godwin. Exercise is great for you. Mm, anything <laughs> you like, I'm not sure is great for me. <laughs> well, that can't be true because I love the sun, and you're a chosen of the sun, and so that's great for you. I never admitted anything. This is fantastic. Wait, um, what? Not now. Okay. Same. You love the sun, and the sun I'm loves walking in front. you. So I'm going to need a perception plus survival roll to finish tracking them to where they've gone to. So Golden Might of the Dawn is on full alert because she knows that the Bull of the North is to be reckoned with, and so she actually has believing mercy and loving in three separate parts uh they're roughly cub sized 
even believing, which is kind of terrifying because that means that there is a giant road in the side of a bear cub running around with the party. Um, and they are on full alert, heightened senses and keeping a nose and ears and eyes out for things. And she herself is kind of feeling the flow of the air because certain uh, exalted abilities will cause shifts in the wind and certain traps will also give a little bit because the wind will go from being steady to having a snag or it will be eerily silent or there will be less animals. Okay, go ahead and add two dice. That's a one dot stunt for you. You set the bar so high. Okay, um, so in terms of successes, I have two, four, six, eight, and nine. Yeah, you are able to very, very quickly and efficiently track them while maintaining a reasonable and safe distance from what would be their line of sight. You are three hours behind them, and they're still presumably on the move. So it takes you about half a day until you find that they have stopped for some rest. They are actually approaching an area where the taiga gives way to more hilly regions, something of a a steppe region. And you can see far off in the distance, there's actually a vast sheet of ice and there's a small settlement that is set up toward that sheet of ice but essentially you find the bull and her entourage are nestled between two of these hillocks taking a break at the moment you still have reasonable space so that you are not going to just out and out alert them what do you do okay you guys so what i'm gonna do is i'm going to lay really low and i'm gonna crawl towards them and then i'm gonna get a bunch of snow in my hands, and I'm going to compact it down so that way it's kind of like a little ball, and then I'm going to throw it at the bull of the north, and I'm going to start a snowball fight, because that is the best way to make friends in the north. You're going to... But, but, you, you, but, okay, you're going to what? 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 I, I thought you were good at this stuff. I think that we should just say that we are looking for some shelter and then strike up a conversation. That's that's. But, but we're not looking for shelter, and that would be lying. But what if our, you know, snowballs say hostility? To this giant, wonderful warrior woman who is authoritative. Look, I think Rizzo's got a point here. I say, we go up, we say, hey, we're uh, traveling in the north. Uh, we'd love some, some warmth for the night, a nice fire to sit around. And then that way we haven't lied, but we are also kind of keeping ourselves guarded. And if she asks more, then I'll just have to turn on my charisma. Oh, Okay, wait, this is not the same group of ice walkers that saw us murder the thing, right? Okay. Well, they're also, they're not really keen on foreigners. I mean, if we just stroll up asking them for the fire, we should give them some sort of offering. You underestimate how charismatic I can be. I'll play her a song. It'll be great. I've got my hand all back together. No, no, no. I'm, I'm telling you, the best way to make friends in the North is a snowball fight. Yeah, she also just has to deal with a god dying. I don't think she's going to be in the mood for a snowball fight. No, because we just let her win, and then when she wins, she'll feel so much better because have, she's won, and have, she has friends. Have you tried this strategy before with this group? Well, obviously I haven't tried with this group, or I could just walk right up and be like, Hey, old buddies, how are you? Yeah, you can go do that by yourself, and we're going to hang out back here and see how that 
goes. I do need to interject here. You guys have made an assumption that isn't necessarily true. You said that this is not the same group that saw you, which is true in as much as it is not an identical group of people, but the person who issued the condemnation of you and swore a war oath is definitely there, as well as eight other hardly built warriors and the bull herself, who I should probably take a second to describe. She is as previously mentioned, quite tall. She's probably about six foot four and has a stocky, muscular build. She has a crisscross of scars lining her weathered face. From the looks of her, she must be 60 years old at least. She has a mane of gray hair and wears an intense red and gold cape. And sitting at her side is an enormous whalebone diclave. She looks perceptive. She has sharp eyes and she moves as though her entire body is a bowstring pulled taut, ready to snap at any moment should the need arise. I would like to introduce a fact that in the North, one of the best ways to make friends is to have a snowball fight. Roll intelligence plus lore. (laughs) Make this true! I am really tempted to use a willpower on this. What's my difficulty? Three. So I'm going to use two moats, which will give me ten die. So if I don't get this, I will be a very sad child. Yes! Reign of the tens! Reign of the tens! I think I'm the new Godwin in terms of good rolls. Definitely not personality-wise. So, two, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It is a cultural feature up here that one way that camaraderie is established is through snowball fights. It is a rough and difficult terrain up here, and it simultaneously teaches people how to engage with and utilize military tactics and ways that might be advantageous to advance in a hunt while establishing goodwill and camaraderie. And that is how you play Exalted. Okay, Godwin, you guys can do your plan where you stay here, and I'm going to sneak up on the Bull of the North, get a snowball, and throw it at her. I'm going to miss this one, just so she knows that it's happening, because it's really, really rude to do, like, a total sneak attack, and I'm going to shout, snowball fight! And you guys can join if you feel brave enough, but it's okay to be intimidated, Godwin. Oh, God, she's going to die. I was going to say, like, your idea of bringing an offering, Her dying might be a blessing. Um... It's a snowball fight. She's not going to die, silly. Uh, you know, I think I think her going up by herself is also a good idea, though, because she's the only one that wasn't there when we murdered the mammoth. I will make a... Well, also, I am completely a different person now, by the way. Godwin, use your eyes. I'm an old woman. You know, I now. can't really see because I've got half a bear skin covering my face. All right. Just in case, just in case the snowball fight doesn't work, we should have some sort of gift. If it doesn't work, I'll play her a song. It'll be fine. You've seen me do it before. It always works. Also, I'm confused now, because when we were talking at the cabin last night, you guys said that the god committed suicide, but you just said that you killed it. It committed suicide, technically. All right. That's just... We were sent there for killing, so... We, mean, but it did like it for said, us. We pushed it we to put the brink it to of death. death. Well, yeah. Yeah, people don't go to jail for life for attempted murder. What? 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 Yep. What? They what? do. 
All right, Snowball Fight and Song. We got it. Okay, so Golden Might of the Dawn is going to re-secure the wrap around her hair to make sure that none of it is exposed. She is going to have Believing, Loving, and Mercy uh, shrink down into palm-sized, and they're actually going to hide themselves inside the usual pouch. And she is going to very steadily army crawl. So one forearm in front of the other and drag herself close to the bull. And then when she is still about like a hundred feet away, she knows that the bull has definitely heard her because there's no way you live to be that old in the north without having good enough hearing to hear something a hundred feet away. Um, and then she's going to prepare the crunching of snow and bellow, snowball fight! And throw. So go ahead and roll the better of your charisma plus athletics or war. Um, that is definitely going to be charisma and athletics, which is, again, eight dice. That is my number. And you get a one-dot stun for that as well. <laughs> Come on, Mida. Um, so two, three, four, and five. So you throw your snowball, and the bull lifts her diclave and intercepts your oncoming snowball with the broadside of the thing, plops it into the ground, sweeps her feet in such a way that kicks up a wall of snow, and through that wall, just snowball after snowball after snowball seems to fly at you from every direction as she launches her counterattack. Oh my gosh, I was totally not prepared for this! We- we should we should help her. No, let her die. Rizzo already has an armful up to her chin of uh, snowballs, and <laughs> she is just windmilling them in like. Erwin okay. is uh, picking the the snow out from under his nails. Okay, guys, this happened in like a second. She also got five. So. Your collective snowball fight, the barrage of snowballs comes toward you. How do you maneuver your way around it? Um, so Goldmite of the Dawn lets Believing Mercy and Loving uh, out of her pocket to bundle up as one, or like, collective. They have not merged into their chimera form. Um, but she quickly rolls around, and despite herself, like, she reaches for her chakram a few times, but ultimately decides not to go that route, and so she keeps reaching behind her distractedly while she does a series of leaps and jumps out of the way, um, most of which are side flips, um, and it almost looks like she is jumping off of a diving board with each jump because she's getting just a little bit higher uh, each time to the bounds where it is very clear that she is not an average mortal. And you can slowly start to see little flecks of her golden hair getting loose out of her banister and becoming very, very light. So as you continue that, the brunt of her entourage is being mowed down or assaulted by Rizzo's onslaught. And there's a brief second where both sides are apparently out of ammunition, where she raises a hand and says, We have tested each other's might. There is no need for us to pursue this any farther. Clearly you are an exceptional person. Come, talk. You have proven yourself a friend. At least for now. And she beckons you with her hand. See, uh, so Goldie wipes this streak of sweat off of her forehead with her forearm, 
Uh, and it is literally glistening. Like we're talking Twilight Vampire in the sun glistening. <laughs> and she reaches one of her hands behind her back and gives a thumbs up to Ariston and Godwin and continues forward. Gosh, when they said that you were the best snowball fighter, they were not kidding. I am winded. What the fuck just happened, Ariston? I, I, I'm not really sure. I didn't, I didn't make a snowball. I tried, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're it. as confused as I am right now. Uh, yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm just more just surprised. I didn't think it would pan out this way, but really hoping she'd die. Woo! What a rush! Rizzo's oh. uh, really winded, and her arm is just like, her hand is cramped in this little snowball figure, and it's just stuck there, and she's just like huffing, but smiling like, whoa, guys. Do you, do you see that? We saw it. That was, I will say I've never seen anything like that in that way, but good for you both doing that so as golden might of the dawn approaches the bull of the north she passes by where believing loving and mercy are and they in poofa form latch on to her pants and steadily make their way up the back of it because they are experts at being subtle to simply refer to me as the best snowball fighter is an understatement do not make the mistake of selling me short but we are friends of course why don't you bring your entourage here, I see that you have friends around. Yeah, one of them even wrote you a song, didn't you? Uh, what? Uh, uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, friend, please play for our new friend, because you said that you had that ready. And, um, this, seemed to be going this is well our present. I could stand to have introductions first. Oh, well, I am Golden Might of the Dawn, and this is... Uh, hi, uh, my name is uh, Shay of Sun instead of Ray of Sun. It's Shay of Sun. I didn't, I, get, I didn't get to pick my name when I was born. Interesting. Um, yeah, uh, my name's Ajax. Come on, man. God, I'm really bad at thinking of names. And uh, our friend over here is really shy. Uh, his name is actually uh, Aquamanrine. We call Aquamanrine. him Pete for short. Yeah, well, that's my, my nickname, but no, my, my real name is Pete. Okay. Spelled P-E-E-T. Yes, Pete is a common name in these regions. I'm familiar with it. Yeah, so uh, I guess I've got a present for you. Yeah, Ajax, you were talking about how much you wanted to play the Bull of the North a song. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yes, come sit by the fire. We have prepared a warm space. It is cold here. That is much appreciated. And Godwin pulls out his recorder and closes his eyes and begins to think of a song to play the Bull of the North. And for some reason, his head is empty of all songs except for one. And so he plays it. All of a sudden, Golden Might of the Dawn kind of feels her stomach sink and her throat drop into where her stomach was and feels like maybe she should have just stuck to her snowball plan instead of trusting this person she doesn't know, doesn't seem very reliable, and hides under the bed sheets. The song is sad and slow. It has a feeling of nostalgia for Godwin, but not for anyone else. People are struggling to connect with it. You can see on their faces that they're a little confused. Some of them are looking at each other like, who the fuck is this guy? But Godwin is sobbing as he's playing, and that's distorting the sound a little bit. And at one point before the song even ends, he pulls the recorder away from his mouth, wide-eyed, 
and runs into the trees. What the fuck, Rizzo? I, I, I honestly don't know. I was under the impression that I was being given a gift, not a baby. <laughs> Sorry about that. I didn't realize that um, he had such terrible stage fright or something. Uh, um... He's, uh, I still don't know him very well, but he seemed really confident and, um, really excited to play for you. So I am so, so sorry about that. Um, and think that we should have another snowball fight because those are the best and you are. Look, do what you need to do with your friend. Uh, Sort that situation out. Once you've figured it out, if you would like to talk, we can talk. If you would like to camp here, you can camp here. We will provide you shelter for the evening. Just sort that out first. Rizzo is going to excuse herself with a slight bow and hobble off after Godwin because she is still a very old woman. Wait for me. Godwin is a couple of trees in deep to the forest and he's painfully sobbing he's got a hand leaned up against the bark of a birch and he's heaving heavily his crying is unrestrained godwin are you okay what was that about rizzo oh you scared me sorry i don't know what happened back there you kind of choked is what happened that's the problem i didn't choke it kind of sounded like you did shut up ariston i you said you had it dude what happened? I did. I thought I had it, but only one song came in my head, and I, I decided, fuck it, I'll play it, but God, Rizzo, I can't. Seeing you reunited with your brother, seeing that song, that song was for my sister. I played it when I thought she died. I, I'm gonna keep fucking up if I stay here. Do you really think that's true? Clearly it is. Clearly I can't think of anything else ever since Seven Symphonious Chords mentioned her. I, I thought I could push it away, but after seeing you and Kidu, I don't know. I don't know if she's... Okay, I don't know anything, and she's the only family I've got. I know what it feels like to think you've lost someone, and then finally there's this hope that they're alive and that you can be reunited with them. And honestly, Godwin, it's a really good feeling finding out the truth. And I can't ask to deny that from you for your sister. It consumes your whole body. And just the thought of of what we talked about, Ariston, that being a possibility and the fact that I'm here, I can't be a better person today. I can't be the person that puts the will of the people in front of the will of my family after Ajax died. Godwin, it's okay. Just try your best to keep your wits about you. You're going to need them when you're looking for My wits are telling me to stay here, but my heart's telling me to find Aurelia. I'll hopefully find out more about Seven Symphonious Chords, but I, I cannot stay here. I won't be any help anyway. It seems like Goldie, as obnoxious as she is, she seems like a woman with a plan. She's no you, though. We need that. But I'm not me myself right now, either. I won't be me until I know where my sister is. Well, you have to promise us that if you go and you find something unsavory that you're not gonna try and kill yourself. I know you have that tendency and I can't let you go if I know that that's the road you're gonna take. When you've watched your brother die, you realize how precious life is. I think that if I had known that my brother was for sure where he is now, I would have left a long time ago. And I can't blame you for wanting to do the same. I can't sleep. I can hardly eat. All I do is think about the fact that it was Seven Symphonies Chords that told me that she's alive. And I don't know if he's fucking with me or he's fucking with her, but either way, I've got to stop it. I mean, I agree. She could need your help. I mean, we still need your help. You said it yourself. It's better to do this with four people. But I told you I'm no help when I'm here. 
You saw how badly I just fucked up. You're right. It would be better help if you had four people that were here, but I'm already not here. I'm already gone, Rizzo. You're going to leave me, Godwin, then just promise you're not going to be reckless. Promise that you're actually going to change for Aurelia. Promise that you're going to come back the old Godwin that me and Ajax actually knew. I'm not going to come back as the old Godwin. I'll come back as a better Godwin. I promise. Uh, Rizzo takes her pinky out and shoves it in Godwin's face and brings her other hand out to force his hand to hers and... She sticks her thumb out that is at at the same hand of the extended pinky. Godwin ties his pinky around hers and shudders for a moment. He sticks the pinky of his other hand out to Ariston. Ariston takes it. Godwin, good luck. I just, I've already lost two brothers. I'd like to keep you around. I'm only going to say this once, but thanks for being the best friends a guy could have. Uh, Rizzo whistles for Qui-Gon to join. She reaches down and takes the dagger that she had been carrying with her that she had hidden in Qui-Gon and takes it out and gives it to Godwin. I know you do well with the recorder, but in the event that you actually need to fight, let's take this. Godwin pulls out a pine cone with googly eyes and pulls out a small writing utensil and draws glasses around the googly eyes and hands it to Rizzo, taking the dagger. Rizzo takes the pine cone and looks at it. She laughs a little with tears starting to run down her nose, and she gives Godwin the biggest hug she's ever given him and takes in his scent one last time. Godwin pulls away from the hug and nods, looks at Ariston and nods again and runs into the trees. Now, won't you join us for lunch at Madame Faye's? It's so nice to be back here at Madame Faye's. I kind of forgot how small their cups were, though. Um, makes it a little hard. They're not exactly clappables, you know? Yeah, we could we could maybe ask for uh, some bamboo straws or sticks or something for you to, you know, try to slurp it up. Just stack them. I mean, if, if we need to, that's definitely a valid strategy that we can use. Uh, it's just so inconvenient. Now is the perfect time for you to just turn into a fish. Because you could just turn into a fish and drop into the cup, and then you could drink the tea from inside the cup. <gasps> That's so smart. Well, if I knew how to control my transformations, then I would probably try to do that. But as for now, I'm just kind of stuck here. So um, so as soon as I can get a hang of it, you know. Also, fi- fish, don't, don't even bother with them. Fish are the worst. Just keep, keep with the bear. You're good. Wouldn't he just pee in his own cup then? And then drink that? That's pretty gross look i could control when and where i do my business yeah but you should be a mosquito instead that way you can stand on the rim of the teacup no mosquitoes are the worst no rizzo versus ariston mosquitoes versus fish go oh mosquitoes win for sure i mean i i hate fish but mosquitoes definitely mosquitoes are a nuisance they do nothing for this ecosystem and to be honest they can make you very sick yes Yes. well i i don't think that they can actually make us very sick though well, yeah, I just meant you, like, in general, people, kind of. Plebeians. But I I don't what? have much of a problem with fish. They're a great food source, especially for someone with uh, an appetite and proclivities like my own. Because of the bear arms, do you eat fish, or? Well, I mean, yeah, it's a lot of bear stuff going on with me. So fish is a good place to go in terms of food. Oh, just just be careful with raw fish. They got the crawling with parasites. You gotta heat that up. I'll really freeze it. not worried about getting sick from a raw food diet. I've, okay. Have you have you grabbed I, fish out of the stream? 
that given our nature, we just don't really get sick. That's not a thing we have to deal with. Uh, are you are you picking up what he's putting down? I'm I'm picking it up. I'm sitting with it. Uh, aren't you good with medicine? I mean, didn't you fix the hole that got on hand in his hand? Yes, that's why I'm used to people getting sick. I just look. Sometimes people say things and they're not thinking, and then they realize that what they just said was stupid, and that's just what happened to me right now. Who told you about my handhole? Uh, that would be me, Rizzo. That was a vulnerable time in my life. That um, our friends deserve to know about. Mm. Sounded like a mm. yeah. You sounded like an angry frog just then. Rizzo, that's the nicest thing you've ever called me. Was I an intimidating angry frog? Yeah, like a bullfrog, maybe. Oh, uh, come on! I don't think frogs can be intimidating. They're so tiny. Yeah, well, you know, maybe they'll get stuck on your face and you can't breathe because it's covering your nose holes and your mouth hole and then you die. Yeah. And there are poison frogs. Yeah. They'll mess you up pretty bad. Yeah. Can you turn into a poison frog? Eventually? I, eventually, yeah. Once I get this stuff down, I could probably do that. But for now, can you jump? These. On, can you jump on Ariston? Why would I? To prove a point. What point is that? That there are poisonous frogs. The frogs are poisonous. They're not venomous. There's a difference. As long as I don't eat the frog, I'm they fine. They jump into his oh, mouth. There's also venomous frogs. Also, so. just God damn it! How many things can you change into? Unlimited? When when you I, get good? I don't really know yet. That's something I'm figuring out. Uh, I, that I'll learn about more when I get there. I'm really kind of trying to figure out how to get between one and two. Not kind of being stuck at one and a half. Well, I was just, you know, talking about like you're, you know, you you say you've been doing this for two hundred years, just like your friends, and and then when you know what are they at? What's their numbers like? Uh, I don't know. It's a it's a lot. I don't think that I've seen their entire spread, but they haven't told me numbers. We aren't really at that part of the conversation yet. How do you how do you put on pants with your bare hands? Very carefully. <laughs> how do you how do you uh clean earwax out of your ear with your bare hands? I don't. It's driving me a little bit crazy. How can you hear us? Well, it doesn't build up that badly. I mean, still, that's gross. I mean, there's there's different opinions about cleaning out earwax. I thought once I was I had gone deaf in one year, and turns out when I went to go see Ariston, you just used some water to clean it out, and uh, I got my hearing back. But really, I just honestly thought I had somehow bursted an eardrum unknowingly. That's fucking I just nasty, couldn't hear Rizzo. out of one ear. I know. It's just, a it's a problem. See, you have, Some people have it. It's not a sickness. It's just an access of wax. You you didn't See, that's a, that was a time where I would suggest you clean up, but there's some people who do it too forcefully and they do hurt the inner ear which cannot exactly be fixed. But Rizzo, I don't know how you went that long. I mean, there would it was just it was like a wall in there. It's just an access like it it's not that I don't clean it. It's just that just have a lot, okay? Just it just nasty. happens fast. No, I'm not. I'm not judging you. I was just surprised. I'm that judging you. Didn't you. notice. I'm judging. You know what? When you have an ear problem or or some kind of wax problem, I'm not going to be there for it. So better talk to Arison. Mm, I'll just deal with it myself. You gonna stab it with a sword? With a pine cone, Ariston. Disgusting. To prove a point. Thank you so much for listening to Swallows of the South. It means so much to me. And if you'd like to get in contact with the show, you can feel free to do that on Gmail at swallowsofthesouth at gmail.com, on Twitter at swallowsofsouth, on Tumblr and Google Plus at swallowsofthesouth. Also, a reminder that our theme music is new by Elvis Herod, and I'll see you next Tuesday.